Hello, everybody. This is Two Guys Five Movies. This morning, co host Chris Gasberry. This is Frank Pelican. Uh, you're listening to episode 120, and uh, because we had a bit of a gap in uh, our schedule uh, where there's going to be a two week break, we decided to do kind of like a bonus episode. Um, where uh, in two weeks we will be covering Frank's top five movie horror movies in 1997. So we're going to go ahead um, and watch uh, Scream 2 um, and kind of do a watch along. Uh, so Frank, when was the last time you watched this movie? Um, it's entirely possible that it was 1997 mm. when it came out. Um, if I've seen it since then, it was maybe like a year later when it came out on video yeah i um, so you think you've only seen it twice at most i don't think i've seen it twice i think i've only seen it once but it's entirely possible i've seen it twice and just don't remember yeah yeah i i think i've seen it twice um i think um so do you because uh, i know how what i remember but do you remember anything about this movie like what like give me the specifics of what you remember um I remember the fake film, the stab film that's inside of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I have really vague recollection of it taking place on the college campus. Um, like that she's gone to college or whatever. Um, uh, I remember like the red herring stuff and... I can't remember like who is um what's it called? Uh like the like like who's suspected of being ghostface in it. Um and beyond that, I don't know. Yeah, the only thing I kind of remember is that Cotton Weary's a suspect. Um, just because I always thought it was really clever that like they cat not that Lee Shriver was very popular as an actor by that point, but um that Lee Driver was cast in a screen for what um, video footage, right? And then they ended up bringing Lee Driver back, like in a more prominent role in this movie. And um, I don't know how that came to be. Like even when I researched Scream last month, like I didn't really read a lot about the casting of Lee Driver um, for that role. Um, but well, what Williamson had this when he did his script for Scream. I think he had like a. I think he had a treatment for a couple right. of movies. A, a treatment for, yeah, like a sequel. So it's entirely possible that Craven had some foresight there and was like, hey, if I'm going to make, if it's successful, I'm going to make a sequel, mine as well. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> like not have to recast or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And the only other thing I remember is uh, Gail Weathers, I'm pretty sure, is a suspect at some point in this movie um, for some reason or another. Um because I don't know, she's trying to get more book sales or some shit, like I'm sure. Um, but uh, I seem to vaguely remember that. But um, yeah, I don't know who the fuck. Uh, so it'll be, it'll honestly almost be like watching it anew. Oh, yeah. It's funny. Like I, I was, and this is only a year after Scream, but super burned out on like the teenage horror movies at this point, because there were so many, like in that three year period between 96 and 98. Yeah, and Kevin Williamson wrote all of them, right? A lot of them. That's a joke, but yeah, right. Because he, he does. Um, uh, I know what you did know last what summer. You did last summer, yeah, right, yeah. And then after this is like the faculty, and I think right. there was something else he wrote that was 
like a teen related horror mm-hmm. and there's shit like i don't know like disturbing behavior is a year after this it's just there's Ichi mrs tingle feels like it's probably like within a couple years after this that's like 99 i think maybe mm. yeah yeah i don't know so, i mean yeah. i'm ex- sort of excited to watch it just because i feel like it's it will feel like a new movie but i also have this <clears> feeling that something i want to be like right yeah right this movie. yeah i i have a feeling as soon as i like see who the killer is like or see the actor or something like that i'm gonna be like, oh right that's right that's 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 who it is um but yeah i purposefully have read nothing about this movie since we started yeah. talking about doing the watch along just yeah. to <clears throat> force myself to make it fresh so same going to drink <laughs> this bourbon get a little drunk and what are you drinking I have a Four Roses small batch, a single barrel bourbon whiskey. It's pretty delicious. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm drinking Jack and uh, Canada Dry Zero Sugar. Hmm. Um, as, sure. as 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 usual, who should really like just one of those two should just be sponsoring our podcast by this point. Oh, indeed, Jack Daniels. <laughs> I was drinking that in my coffee earlier today. Hmm. By earlier today, I mean like ten o'clock this morning. So, you know, right? It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a, well, I don't know when this goes posted, but it's a Saturday. Like, what are you? It's a three. Do? It was it was a three day weekend. You know, right. you gotta you gotta yeah. gotta live your life. Sure. You know, in a normal world, um, you might be doing that at eleven o'clock. You know, like possibly like somewhere as opposed to like ten o'clock in your own house, but. Someday we'll get back to maybe living a life. Mm. <laughs> anyway, all right. So this is on HBO Max. Is where we're watching it. Um, uh, hopefully, you don't have any problems, Frank. I did read an article about Max today that um, for PlayStation smart TVs and um, that they're uh. uh promising in the next four to five months like almost like a completely like new app to be released for hbo max because so many people and i think roku as well because uh, so many people are complaining about it actually watching it on my fire stick so it'll be perfect with no interruption oh so, interesting yeah um yeah. I, I never have any issues when i watch things on my like through my tv yeah i don't have any issues when i watch uh through the ipad on hbo max so i'm assuming ios is probably uh, more streamlined or something like that or better overall like for um, HBO but yeah I did read that because yeah they got to get that shit sorted out cause... yeah it's super obnoxious because what will happen is like three or four times sometimes more if it's a popular movie it'll tell me something went wrong but it'll continue to play the movie in the background right and then you got to stop it shut the app down bring the app back up go yeah. into the movie you're in and then it rewinds it like two minutes. So then you got to watch shit you've already seen. It's right. frustrating as hell. Yeah. But this yeah. will be fine. I, I won't have any issues with this. Yeah, I, I shouldn't either. So, um, yeah, because it plays fine as well through browsers. So. Um, all right. So we're at the three second mark, right? Yep. So, uh, you know, basically it's the it's the cityscape, you know, um, for... What what production company is this? Miramax. Miramax has the escape at that point. Yeah. Um. All right. 
So that's what you're about to witness. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm excited to see how close that was. All right, so three, two, one, play. Oh, yeah. Right. I know what you're talking about now. Boom. Yeah, I know my openings. Yeah, you do. Yeah, so it's Dimension oh, Films. Dimension. Yeah. Which was I, the. I, um, I missed Dimension. Yeah, they were the good. Uh, what do you want to call it? Like genre film, like sub studio of Miramax. Yeah. It's like, what? It's like, shit. There's like so many, like. Prophecy stuff was to mention. Um, yeah, the screen movies. I know what you did last summer. Um, bunch of bunch of Wes Craven stuff actually. From Dust Till Dawn was to mention too. <laughs> this is um so. Going into the theater to watch um, a sneak preview of Stab, making me um, super nostalgic for like real life. Yeah, I really miss that shit. It's interesting. Um... <laughs> I mean, I guess that. Um... I guess Jada Pinkett here providing uh, the social comedy on like black people in horror movies. Yeah, twenty years before she was um, cheating on Will Smith. Were they even together at this point? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Got to be close to this. Yeah, this is ninety-seven. I mean. How old are um, Willow and uh, what's his name? Yeah, um, right. Jaden. Like one of them's at least twenty, I would imagine, or yeah. over twenty. Yeah, that's true. They might have been together though at this point. I love it. It's like red right hand is the uh, is the theme for stab. Like because right. pretty much to, all of the use of red right hand is so good in the first movie. You can pretty much use any um, Nick Cave's song as like a theme for a horror movie, and it would be yeah. moderately appropriate. What's your best? Uh, what's 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 your favorite Nick Cave song? Um, I like "Into My Arms" a lot. Yeah, I, I that was gonna be my guess. I figured. Yeah. Uh, Heather Graham playing the Drew Barrymore role um, in this film within a film. <laughs> That's funny that it's like they've just changed it to where it's like she's getting a shower as opposed to <laughs> making popcorn. Making popcorn, right? Yeah. And the cheering for the nude day. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
the other um the change of like a lot of things from the quote unquote like real life events of scream to the stab um dramatization is pretty funny well what's what's funny is um i i remember i did watch the pilot of the mtv scream series and that house there looks much more like the house they use for that introduction um which is uh really funny because it's like it's, the originality is like so gone that it's like they basically use that entire set except for it's not grass it's a pet it's a it's concrete patio <laughs> How you feel about her taking that money, Frank? I'm fine with it. He should be paid. <laughs> yeah, it's um. Oh, I miss movie theaters look like that. That's like something you would see in Philly or something. One point. It does kind of look like um. Ritz is that Bortz? Bors? Uh, it's not the Bors. It's the um. So that's the one that has escalators, right? It's the Bors one with the escalators. Yeah. Oh right, right, because it's the um, the newer one. I can't remember what it's called. The one that's off of like, <clears throat> like further into Philadelphia. Yeah, the Bors is the one that you go downstairs and they come right into that concession area. That looks yeah. just like that. Nice Pepsi. Uh, you know that Regal went to Pepsi again? No. What were they? Um, oh, two decades of Coke. Coke, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a they mistake. Were, they were Pepsi. Actually, Regal was probably Pepsi when this movie came out. Oh, yeah, right. Because the Coca-Cola ads. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And then we we switched to Coke in. I remember everybody was super upset because we lost Mountain Dew. Mm, that's disgusting, then, too. Probably late late nineties, early two thousands, and it was Coke, and it was Coke until they actually switched to a Pepsi endorsement um, during uh, COVID, like before the theaters opened back up. Mm. Yeah, that's a that's a mistake. I I I used to drink Pepsi when I was a teenager all the time, um, and Mountain Dew, like you know, as a teenager, and it's like both of them just got so damn sweet for me, like I couldn't take either of them anymore. You want to know a um, a secret admission? What's um, that? Pepsi Zero. Yeah, mixes really well with um, Jack Daniels mm. because it has like a little bit less of the sweetness, but it still is like more caramel than Coke, mm. <laughs> and it's just a really good like taste combination with some ice. Yeah. No, you're not well, a big fan of the ice, but no. It's just it's just too much. It's, it's, it's too much pain in the ass. It's much easier just uh, you know, pour this jack and then pour the can and not have to go get ice somewhere. So, more episodes standing behind these two dudes pissed in in urinals. It's so a really long start. opening. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Right. This was my point. Like now he's trying to go into the stalls. 
Like, why was that not just your first choice as soon as you walk in? Yeah. Like, why even wait the like ten seconds right. behind two dudes? Like, I, I, them I, I'm gonna be honest. So far, it's like I don't understand why they're prolonging like this opening so much. I mean, like we're we're eight minutes into this movie now, and. And nothing's happened. Yeah, it's like we're just now getting to like something maybe that's like <laughs> Well Marsh just got stabbed in the head through the um, yeah, stabbed in the side of the head. The ear? The ear. Yeah, ear temple something. Yeah. Not enough to kill him yet. I'll be honest, like I think it's lost some of its effectiveness, but the ghost face mask itself, um, as expressive as it can be, depending on what angle you shoot it, yeah, um, is a really cool design. Like it's very well considered in terms of like the shape of the mouth and the shape of the eyes. Yeah, agreed. Okay, so now it's the person the ghost face mask is just set set next to Jada Pinkett and she thinks it's the boyfriend, Omar Epps. Oh yeah, I really like this part here where he's like, um I don't remember this. So she's just discovered, right? She found blood all over his coat. Yeah. And then he stabbed her in the stomach. Right. So now you have this meta scene of her getting stabbed, like in the theater while the fake. Casey is getting stabbed like in the movie. Right. It's clever. I mean, it, it, it takes too long to set up to me, but it's clever. I mean it's um oh the movie stab is much more graphic than um the original scream too, it looks like. They cut away from it, but it's like he just stabs her over and over and over. There's a scene in Friday the 13th part three, maybe. I'm pretty sure it's three. The one with the guy in the wheelchair. Um, where they're watching a stag movie. Mm-hmm. And it's basically the same thing where Jason comes in and like stabs him to death. Like in front of the projector. And as the film ends, like he dies. This is super weird and bizarre to me. It is. It's really wildly filmed. Yeah. 
it's almost like melodrama for its own sake. With her dying. And we get the title screen. Right, so the premise is that she's going away, like far away to college, so she can escape from the notoriety of being the, um, like involved in the murders, right? Yeah, what it is, and I remember this, but it's like what I don't remember is how the fuck does um basically everybody from the first movie that's not dead like end up following her there. Gail Weathers, I get, but like how the fuck does I, I'm interested to see how Dewey and um the Jamie Dewey, Kennedy right. character. Oh, caller ID. Oh, it's almost O's like number growing up. Last four digits. That's funny. I actually kind of like the fact so Sydney just got a crank call asking her if she likes scary movies, but she had caller ID, mm-hmm. like the old caller ID box. Right. Um. Now there's a there you got it. Lee Schreiber right away. Yeah. Out and weary. Um. Right, because he's been released now from the first movie. Now that they realize he didn't commit the murder of her mother, right? Yeah. So. Um. So it's interesting to see like an actual nod to real, like current world technology and mm-hmm. how someone would handle that situation. Sure. Of course, if um, that caller had any sense, he would have uh, done Star. I can't remember what call it was. Oh, yeah. block, like Star 20 or something like that. <laughs> Easter will inform us. Is this post Wild Things for Nev Campbell? Uh, Wild, Wild Things is 96, I think. Um. Are you looking that up? It's actually after this. It's 98. Oh, really? Because hmm. I was thinking um, they've got her in her sports bra and like these gym shorts or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting that they like that she has her hair cut in this movie, like down the kind of like that bob. Um, it's a because it, it actually feels like in the 90s that's a very college thing to do like just to have long hair and then cut it short like i mean i'm sure it was something related to party of five yeah probably i mean look at that i mean that's exactly how people dress back then too like that's that's definitely some uh some mid to late 90s um yeah attire yeah definitely those jeans what about that denim shirt? How you feel about that? I'm fine with it. Oh, Sarah Michelle Geller. I forgot she was in this. Huh. I wish that they could have found a way to have Matthew Lillard be in this movie. <laughs> I think it's going to be the most... Lo- oh, shit. Oh, shit. Timothy Oliphant? Oh, shit. Right. 
and uh, Jimmy Kennedy. Josh oh, and that's um, Josh, yeah, Joshua Jackson, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like fucking Dawson's Creek East or West. Mm-hmm. So now the meta argument, yeah is what sequels are better than the originals yeah which sequels are better frank uh empire strikes back is a better movie than new certainly yeah um I think Terminator 2 is a better movie than Terminator. I agree with Tim Timothy Oliphant here. I think Godfather 2 is a better movie than Godfather. Right. I agree with that. I think um, I think the Godfather line that they just said, I think... I, and look, Godfather's a great movie. I think Godfather 2 is a bit better. Uh, Road Warrior is better than Mad Max. Yeah, I think that's probably true. I I think I like Mad Max better. I know how you feel about that shit. Yeah. Um hmm. Friday the thirteenth is better than Friday the thirteenth part two or part one. Ah shit, I had a I had a top five that was not film related for you today and then i forgot the text oh jesus fucking jerry o'connell yeah this is the virtual who's who here man of the 90s right most of whom are people that would go on to stunning hollywood careers <laughs> that's bitterness So I think you're supposed to start to think that Jamie Kennedy. Right? Yeah. Right. Killer. Right. Because he's, like remember... he's like in love with Sydney. Yeah. Because I really like even watching it now. Like I have a vague recollection of all this shit happening, but I have no idea. She's got rice Thanks. streaks in her hair now. Courtney Cox is an attractive lady. Yeah, I I I like those I like those uh, those streaks. What's crazy is like that Courtney Cox still looks so great. Like I don't know how old she is now, but well, she'd have to be in her fifties somewhere at least. She got yeah, she's got to be in her sixty. Like because she was what in Family Ties, right? Is one of Michael Keaton's love interests is when she kind of got her start. Do you remember that? No. She is 57. Yeah. I think she worked with like Baboons or some shit like in Family Ties. 
Is that Lori Metcalf? It is. Holy shit. Yep. Lori Metcalf's one of the most underrated actresses, like, in general, I think. Like, I think that woman's capable of a lot, and she just has never really gotten a chance. How do you feel about all the meta commentary in this movie in relation to, like, it's like, I mean, we're, what, 20 minutes in now? Yeah, okay, so 20 minutes in, and it feels like it's all been meta-commentary? It really is. Yeah, I don't know. Did Jerry O'Connell have the least successful career out of all the principals in this movie? Um, like he basically just did a bunch of like sliders. Sliders is before this, right? Oh, I don't know. I don't consider that to be a success. So, I mean, it ran for like four seasons. I mean, um, I mean, stand, I by, stand by me. I mean, um, he was in, but that was all before this. So after this, um... Kangaroo Jack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's not good. Um, Piranha 3D. He was in that Body Shots movie with um, what's her name? Uh, Tara. What's her name? The woman from American Pie. Um, Tara, I can't remember her last name. Reed? Yeah, Tara Reed. There you go. I think they were, like, married or something for a while. Nah, he's married to... Oh, um, Rebecca Gayhart's in this, too. That's crazy. Yeah, that is. Um, Oh, and that's uh, Portia de Rossi. It is. Um, that's, that's wild. Uh, he, no, he's married to, um, uh, Rebecca Romaine. Yeah, but she would have been married to John Samos at this point. Yes, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. he did. He I, I think for like late two thousands. I think around this time that he was dating um, uh, what's her name? Oh, um, hold on, Tara Reed. Hold on, that's the Broken Arrow music. I can't hear it. I have it turned down, so I don't get feedback. That's the music from Broken Arrow, the Travolta Christian Slater movie. What the? F- That's fucking weird. Broken Arrow music scream two. Okay, it's called Dewey's theme, but Broken Arrow was before this movie. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, I'm reading about it right now. Zimmer's score for Broken Arrow is controversially used in the film, replacing the original. Um, yeah, okay. So it was used as a placeholder words. originally, and the audience, it tested so well with the audience that they kept it for Dewey's theme. 
That's crazy. I don't, how, I don't know how the fuck you recognize the Broken Arrow theme. Oh, I think it's a really good. It's really good music, and it's like, um, I don't know. I was a big fan of Broken Arrow in like '96 or whatever. Like when Bloodstone I saw in the theater. Well, there's no accounting for taste, I guess. I watched it last year. It's fine. I remember it's... really not enjoying that movie at all. I found it really boring. I think. I was so excited to see it too. Well, it's right. It's what it was ninety five. Maybe it was ninety five. It was like right. It was like one of the trolls was like first movies after um, Pulp Fiction. So, yeah. Plus John Woo. Oh right. Uh, Jamie Kennedy. Yeah, they're they're trying to make him less jokey in this movie to make him seem like morose and a suspect. Okay, Gail's such a bitch. <laughs> I forgot about this whole thing. So she, Gail's just set her up to like put her face to face with Cotton Weary, who she falsely accused. <laughs> See, that's a good backhand. Uh, it's crazy that like you built Gail Weathers up to have like some complexity and emotional depth like in the first movie in and the then, first movie yeah. and then she's just an asshole again Dewey with the Bob Dole arm. He does have Bob Dole arm going on. Uh, he should be holding a pencil. He should. Because what he got sh- is it, he got shot right or stabbed? Shot, I think. Uh, right, he stabbed in the back, isn't he? Is that right? I we just so. watched that movie and I, I don't know. I know, right? Yeah, that's there it is. No, oh, you can't hear it. That's right. I can hear it. Oh no, I can't hear that. Right here's where you're supposed to think that I think Dewey is um possibly the killer. Yeah. <laughs> this is the best part of Scream to me. Like the relationship between Gail yes. and Dewey. Uh huh. 
<laughs> were they married at this point? Uh, I'm pretty sure they were. They still are, aren't they? No, they're divorced, aren't they? Are they? Um, I'll look up here. They divorced in 2013. Mm, that's when he won the professional wrestling, huh? No, that was like long before this. Oh, no. That's no. Well, yes, he was he was world champion right. in, in 99 or 2000. But no, I Ready mean, to like, rumble. He, he actually like does professional wrestling now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a documentary on Prime, I think. Prime, mm. look, there's another uh, perfect 90s outfit the sheer top over the tank top. Yeah, no, absolutely. I used to be so in love with Rebecca Gayhart. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's some Frank or Ryan Crawford right there. I mean, as early as like the Noxzema commercials. Mm. Her and Denise Richards are probably her, Denise Richards, Rose McGowan, maybe Christina Ricci. Weird. Yeah, like I, I, yeah, that definitely. Like especially, especially when Ricci got also. Weirdly, Janine Garoppolo. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. She's got that Daria thing going. That's 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 some fucking Chris Frank crossover. Jesus. I don't like to admit. Is this this is the same year Buffy started? Ninety seven. <laughs> I wonder if would you have known her from anything at this point? Let me look. Uh, I know what you did last summer was released before this. But I mean, like before that, like that's ninety six. Yeah, that's more of no, a it's, what's it's her 97, name? It's early ninety seven. Like uh, same year. I thought I still know what you did last summer was. Oh, maybe that's ninety eight. Um, let me look at her television filmography. Jennifer Love. Oh, Hewitt, if right? you if you watched if you watched All My Children, you would you would have known her. <laughs> right, I was all over All My Children. Well, I had I'm. I'm yeah, somebody I knew that, mother watched all my children, so I, I actually didn't know her because she was pretty prominent. My mom was uh, Days of Our Lives, um, Another World, right? Um, right. Santa Barbara. Yeah, she, she she was on that uh, NBC kick, right? Like, yeah. Um, she watched oh. um, General Hospital in the early '80s, I guess, when I was like a really small kid. Okay, but. When I was in, it, it, when we still lived in Baltimore, she was watching um, the NBC soaps. Yeah, yeah. No, my my um, 
my grandmother's household was a CBS household only. So it was, it was young and the rest is bold and beautiful as the world turns. And guiding, guiding light, I think it was on after that, maybe. I can't remember. I don't remember any of those. Except obviously, like recognizing that they exist. Well, you know, you know more than you need to know about Young and the Restless for me. So, true. I had a really long conversation with um, someone about uh, Days of Our Lives the other day because they still watch it. Mm. Is uh, Marlena still on there? Marlena is. Uh, John Black is. Huh. Bo and Hope are gone because Bo is dead. Jesus. Okay. rare when people kill characters like that off so okay so they were on the phone with yeah sorry go ahead killer and a second killer just came in which i think is a really stupid way to show your hand that it's more than one person but i mean don't you suspect in some ways that it's like two like after the first one Right, but shouldn't you maintain some level of like surprise, like up until you absolutely have to give it? Look, look, look at that Buffy face. Look at that. That really is a Buffy face. Mm-hmm. She's not holding the stake though, so it's um. <laughs> uh, that's like, from, that, that seriously, that's Buffy face when she finds Joyce Summer's body. Like, aside from the fact that she's not wearing a leather jacket, it's pretty much a Buffy outfit too. Yeah. That's true. Especially early, like, seasons Buffy. Could be she just doesn't have that many faces. Mm. Could be why she hasn't acted in the past 20 years. Maybe she's just enjoying her residuals, buddy. Residuals. No, I mean, like, I'm, I'm mostly joking. Like, um, she decided to like leave the business. Like, I mean, look, I mean, after we know about Whedon, like, I mean, I can't blame her. It was a pretty hellish experience, apparently. Like, what little she said about it. And um, she wanted to like raise her kids and shit. Whatever. It's fine. I she was um, a voice for uh, the new Masters of the Universe cartoon. Mm-hmm. She's been slowly getting back into a little bit of stuff. Look at that. Look at that 90s phone with the, the see through. Mm hmm. I, I had I had one of those phones. I never had a see-through one. Yeah, I had one. It's my first phone in my room, like like early nineties, I guess. Before I got a cordless, which I think was the old cordless from. That's brutal. Yeah. Yeah, the deaths in this movie are definitely much more. Um... <laughs> That's. Here's some good uh, mid '90s. Now the the nice punk. swipe there, yeah, the nice swipe right there. Like, do you? I mean, we didn't get to see all of Stab, right? So, do you think that's in the Stab movie, or like, do you think it's just a callback to like the original movie? 
Um, I mean, it's done in a less like practiced and polished way. Yeah, uh, maybe that's the whole. That's the whole point, right? Is that these are just like copycats, right? Yeah, right. Because the nice swipe is seriously one of the most badass things I've ever seen in a horror movie. Like it's it's so well done in that first movie. There you go. You're, you're all you're, you and Olafon are like right on here with the better sequels. He's a pretty smart guy, Tim Olafon. <laughs> Y'all have Tim Olafon. We'll be talking about. We'll we'll talk a little bit about Tim Olafon. Um, Couple weeks, right? Like, because we—I don't think we can do a movie, even if it's a t- TV show. I don't think we can do a movie about talking a little bit about Justified, right? Right, right. Hmm. I remembered as um, this movie continues. Uh, top five favorite presidents is what I like thought of, like that I wanted to ask you, and I and, and I don't want you to take into account necessarily like their problematic natures or policies like just in terms of like who you find intriguing i guess top five most intriguing or like interesting presidents to you that was the the one i thought of american presidents yeah film presidents or real life presidents real life presidents huh hmm Uh, that's that. That's a, an increased range of motion suddenly for Dewey. He's not um imitating Bob Dole anymore. No. Um, Nixon, I think. Huh. Um, FDR probably. Um. I think Grant is really interesting just because, like, you're the dude that's got to follow, like, Lincoln, kind of, you know? Right. Um, I've always found Jefferson to be pretty interesting. Yeah, Jefferson. Yeah. yeah. I haven't given much thought myself, but Jefferson would definitely be in my top five. I feel like there's certain ones you just know a lot about, like Teddy Roosevelt, um, What's his nuts? Uh, like Washington and Lincoln and mm-hmm. um Kennedy. I feel like I know a lot about already. Kennedy's in my top five. Like uh, that's about maybe think of the day as I was like moving like my books and shit like that, like back into the office, and I have all these like Kennedy like biographies and Kennedy like you know like conspiracy books and shit like that i think i'd like to know more about carter i mean i feel like i know a lot about carter but i think there's a lot of interesting um that was that that was that was not a thing i was expecting necessarily like yeah same here that's interesting Like, 
anyone that's been alive in our lifetime, I feel like I know enough about where I don't really from Reagan on, like I feel like I know not sure. to say they're not interesting, but yeah. All right, yeah, we lived through them and just so you know probably too much about them. There's that Nev Campbell face. Yeah. Fucking yeah, wet, scrunchy like eyes. Kennedy, Jefferson. I think John Adams is really interesting, too. I honestly, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I know one of the killers, but I think I just now figured out the other killer. But, um... Aren't you oh. supposed to think that it's Jerry... No, right. You, I think you are, but now you're not. But because you're not, you are. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. So now um, she's thinking that it's him. Right. Right. Um. Then it's really like. I think it's isn't it, it is it's Jamie Kennedy, right? No. I know that's <laughs> I know that's not the case. Um. The Oliphant looking good there in that uh, mock turtleneck. Yeah, he is. To me, uh, to me, Oliphant's a attractive man. <clears throat> I have no problem in that. Coolidge is an interesting present too. Coolidge is a, like a hilarious dude. Like when you go like read like his quotes and shit like that, like he's like the most like That was an interesting quote right there. Mm-hmm. The Word. 90s is no time to play a hero. Yeah. No, it is him, right? Because he's pre-med, so he like knows where to cut himself. Yes, and... that's what I'm saying. It's like you know, and like, and it's just that Sydney actually like does suspect him a little bit because she's. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, I think it's Jerry O'Connell. My, I, I think it's Jerry O'Connell and Timothy Philippon. I, I think those are the killers. As soon as I saw Philippon, I was like, "Oh fuck, that's right." So the, the guy that's playing like the chief or whatever there, um, when I was looking at the cast listing, that's actually uh, Arquette's, um, the Arquette's father. Really? Yeah. Like Rosanna and Trisha and David's. Yeah, Louis Casey Cooper. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, man. He's got the braided leather belt with the chinos and the the polo. Yeah. I'm not impressed with the the ensemble. It's like something I would wear to work minus the braided leather belt. <laughs> I have braided leather belt. I've never owned one of those. I think the, f- like, when I had to, like, you know, when I was a teenager, like, a young teen, I had to have, like, something just in case. Like, I think my mom, like, bought me a braided we- leather belt before I could, like, choose the shit myself or whatever. I've always been a solid leather. Yeah. Like, yeah. belt me. Solid leather reversible, just in case. never know you when somebody's going to die you got to switch from brown to black yeah i always wear black you always wear black i always wear brown i don't like brown belts well i always match with my shoes so i mean i don't like brown shoes yeah except for also have a gray belt much gray gray dress shoes so go with a gray suit I don't like I don't like black shoes with gray gray suits. I'm not a fan. I don't know. I think that that's where what goes with them. Nope. Gray shoes you look like a friggin' like loan shark or something. I'm gonna call you Ray Barboni. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they say the fucking smog is the fucking reason you have such beautiful fucking sunsets. <clears throat> Oh shit! No, I just remember this entire movie. Right, I think I remember. Mm-hmm. I think I remember the ending. I think I'm getting this one confused with three, though. Yeah, I can see that. Wonder where this is filmed. Well, I can look that up without getting spoiled, I think. Um let's see. Place over nine weeks from beginning in mid-June of 97, $24 million budget. Atlanta, Georgia, and Los Angeles were used to represent the state of Ohio, where the fictional Windsor College is situated. Uh, Filming largely took place in Los Angeles and over four weeks in Atlanta. The opening scene, the fictional stab uh, film was filmed over three days in the Vista Theater on Sunset Drive in Hollywood. Um, Pasadena was used for the sorority homes. Um, 
Agnes Scott College, just outside of Atlanta and UCLA, were used to represent the college. So they kind of. <clears throat> This is a really bad scene. He's wearing brown shoes, I want to point out. Well, she's... Because yeah. they match his chinos. Right. Well, they match his fucking belt. Like an adult. I wear black shoes and a black belt. Okay, that's fine. You're good to go. Most of my shoes are black. The braids, are, the braids are good, but... Yeah, I've never understood that. Like, how does it work? Does the... Um, the post just slide through, like, the braid part? Like, is there no hole? No, there's a hole. In a braided belt? Yeah. Really? A lot of, yeah, a lot of them. Yeah. Like a like a like a belt hole. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's like braids that don't, and there's braids that do. I think most of them are fake, like, and they just have holes. Like, it's just for show. It's just for the braids, just for like aesthetics or something like that. Just bad aesthetic. Oh man, that Nev Campbell constipated freak has face. Yeah. Whatever. Why do you? Th- what happened to Kim? Why'd she stop acting? Do you know? Just increasingly worse film roles, I think. Hmm. I mean, she did a bunch of genre stuff. So, oh, that's funny. It so is. Tori Tori Spelling played the Nev Campbell character in um, uh, uh the Stab adaptation. Yeah. Huh. That's funny that David Schwimmer played. Dewey and um Yeah, it really there's she didn't really do anything good after um I mean I wouldn't even call Wild Thing. Oh that's hilarious. That's Luke Wilson fucking playing um the Ski Skeeter Ulrich. Skeeter Arc, yeah, uh, character, yeah. That's hilarious. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the that's the funniest thing in this movie so far. That <laughs> uh, is pretty amazing. <laughs> oh, I like I like that Dewey's just like now to a point where he's like shut the fuck up Randy just like give me the info so we're about an hour in right now <laughs> <laughs> 
we're not even look we're an hour we got an hour and eight minutes left of this movie like no no i was just gonna say i, I want to use the restroom so let's at an hour we'll take a break if it's fine with you sure it's putting I, ice in my drink it makes me have to pee more i i'm gonna be honest like i i think this movie's way too slow right now well you've had I don't remember how many people have been killed at this point. Three people are dead, right? Um, Omar and Jada in the right. opening. And Sarah Michelle Geller. Sarah Michelle Geller. Like, but like that's a that's a that's like a a cold open. The the Omar right, but, and Jada thing. Like that's that's just to establish that there's a like a new killer. Like that doesn't matter. Like you could have done that. You didn't have to do that. So, it's just way too much, like, meta-commentary, which I guess is, like, part of the charm of the first one, but to me it just feels like at the expense of a narrative in the movie. You, did you think that, yeah, no, I agree. It's just too much. It's just, All of it's too much so far. Like, it's not bad. It's just too much. Like, it, if they trimmed all this up, it would be much better. I don't think I... Jamie Kennedy like pudgy like one year younger Jamie Kennedy was much more like appealing as a character than this character like this like thinned out like he's obviously trying to like lose weight to be more appealing in some way and I I don't like it was he doing the Jamie Kennedy experience yet at this point oh I feel that was like early 2000s five years Um, after this yeah this game is Jim Kenny even alive still? I have no idea. Sure. Jimmy Jimmy Kenny experiment ran from 2002 to 2004. That was sort of like the pre-punk punk, right? But wasn't there some controversy with that? Where like he did some like fucked up shit and got in trouble? I remember there being controversy at the time. I don't know what they what they were. Wikipedia doesn't tell me about any of that. Um, well, I guess he is still alive. He's now 51. And, oh, he was born in Upper Darby, PA. I didn't know that. Huh. Should have been a mayor. Um. <laughs> oh, my God. I just remember the entire end of this movie. Oh, yeah. With the play. Yep. Yep. All right. And I and I know who the killer is too. Like yeah, me one too. one of them, one of them. Because oh, I um, who's who's on your screen right now? What? Who's that actor there? Oh, go fuck yourself, man. Whatever. So he'll be. So even next month, like Hackman's not gonna. So anyway, this 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 meta commentary on the podcast here is that david warner is now the what play director i guess and like david warner fuck do i still have this written down right in front of me i do god damn it all right i still have this piece of paper um so now we have screen two so david warner has been on one two three four five six seven different podcasts 
and Hackman's been on five. He'll be on six here soon. Funny because he's not even credited in Wikipedia. Well, what's really funny is that, like, um, I actually have that written over on the side here as potentials for the other ones. And, um, and screen two was listed as a potential. Like, so I can cross that off and add it in. Um, so all he's got left is Time Bandits and Tron. You know, there's so many more movies. Like, that's not true. He's got more than that. There's at least one other one I remember when we had this um, conversation before. Whatever. Um, I am at 57.04 and I'm about to pause. So, so three, two, one, pause. So, all right. So, 57, whatever it is. We will stop, and um, it won't be any time for you. But um, it'll be um, probably three and 15. a half minutes. What? It'll, it'll. You're going to smoke a cigarette too. Come on. It's just going to be, but I'll go smoke. You got me. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Talk to you in a minute. Yep. Bye. Okay, so we're back, and we're going to restart at fifty-seven twelve. So three, two, one. Frank, play. And we are watching a play within a movie. What is this? Uh, Antigone, maybe, or something? Maybe. It's talking about Troy, so. Yeah. Got Cassandra in it, so it's got to be something with Agamemnon. Calling somebody a Cassandra is my favorite, like, mm. typically is not it, understood. Is it Medea? Oh, no. Okay, no. Oh, okay, yeah, you're right. This is like Helen of Troy, right, that she's doing? Oh, no, you're right. No, she's, she's Cassandra. Yeah. I think it's Agamemnon. Hmm. I love those Greek um, tragedy masks. Yeah. So ghost ghost faces like somehow swirling around in the production. David Warner sees something as a foot. Uh, do you have your volume up now? That's no more than it was. Huh. Can you hear it more? I, I could. 
Yeah, I haven't changed anything. Huh. Even my position on the couch remains moderately unchanged. During this podcast, the acoustics are so weird. They're they're so weird. Like it could even just be a slight difference in position, like that you are like with that microphone or something like that that can cause that kind of stuff to happen. You know what I wonder is that my um my AC had stopped. Mm. Can you not hear it anymore? Yeah, I can't hear it at all. Yeah, my AC is running now. Just but going. I could, we're we're like a half a second apart. That's the only reason I could like tell I'm like what was going on. Oh, Sydney always needs distance. We were talking during our little break about this movie, and it's like I'm I'm. I'm really kind of like half bored with this movie. Like, I just don't think enough is happening. Like. Yeah. I I think my biggest complaint is that it's way too. <clears throat> so I was reading about when we had, we took separate bathroom breaks. I mean, we're not in the same place. So it'd be weird to take the same bathroom break. Anyway, but, <laughs> um, We went to the bathroom at separate times reading about scream five um, during the break a little bit. And they call it a meta slasher which I think is like probably the best description for it because it's 100%. There's a yeah, weather smoking. Um, yeah. That makes it better. <clears throat> 100% just about um, commenting on itself. Like it's, it's very self-referential while still being like commentary on real world situations. It's very like kind of tiresome in a yeah. lot of ways. <laughs> I mean more that's a meta joke but at least it made me kind of chuckle a little bit she made the joke that um the nude pictures of her on the internet were her head on Jennifer Anderson's body <laughs> phone had a good dig all right so here's where it's the cameraman could be the killer because he walked away right Look at that cell phone, though. Yeah. That doesn't even have a display. No. No. When did you get... What's your question? When did you get your first cell phone? Jesus. Okay, so I, I had a cell phone that I think I only used once that my mom made me, like, put in my glove box. So I think like my technically my first cell phone was like oh eight. Um two thousand and eight? Yeah. No. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you know, Frank, come on. You've known me a long time. You know that I like was like did not care for cell phone. Like I've been on this anti social media, anti cell phone kick for a I was a, a long time. Like 
Hmm. Um, and so my first, it was the LG chocolate was like my first real phone that I started using. And I told you motherfuckers not to text me because I don't want to fucking start texting people. And um, I want to say it was late 10 was like the first cell phone I started using. I mean, it was a smartphone technically at that time period, but God, I really just like Jamie Kennedy. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Kennedy. I really like the way the, the way he's lost. I don't. I. I don't like just looking at him. Jamie Kennedy. Yeah. <laughs> what? How's he throw OJ in with Manson and Bundy? Oh, that's some '90s shit right there. That's actually that's. It's it feels too late in the '90s for anybody to be carrying around a boombox like that. The giant boot. Well, yeah. Should have had a, a disc man. All right. At least I don't have to see Jamie Kennedy anymore because he's dead. Look at that TDK box. Did you see that though? I did. I had a box just like that. So Jamie Kennedy is now dead. Courtney Cox looking nice in a white semi t shirt. Look at that Dunkin' Donuts box. I know. Dunkin' Donuts has not <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts has not changed their um their branding very much, have they? They have not. Why would you? Yeah, I guess not. Well, they only call themselves Duncan now. What? They only call themselves Duncan? Just Duncan? Yeah. I don't remember if they're the cups still say Dunkin' Donuts. They might just say Dunkin' on them. Like when you order them through DoorDash, it's not Dunkin' Donuts, it's just Dunkin'. Oh, shit. Hmm. Cindy getting some. Hit Alt-M to get the instant message. Holy shit. That is. That is some shit. Nev Campbell has like two faces and they all both look like they're going to cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, another use of technology though that like is is pretty current for the time period. Right. And honestly, kind of almost what it would have looked like. Oh yeah, no, I, yeah, pretty if, much. If they're on some kind of like interconnected like land, I mean, like that kid was typing a fucking essay on WordPerfect, dude. Like, I don't know. 
fucking a doll space word perfect thing that you was typing on. So now, Leave Schreiber is. Creepily talking to Sydney. Yeah. Is he wearing a fucking like uh, a hooded sweat from the college? He yeah, is. he's trying to blend in. Huh. Like a 900 numbers. Man, do you remember? Um... Got getting all touchy. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where you're supposed to believe that it's Cotterie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's supposed to become a suspect here because he's fucking creep. Um, Leave Schreiber got some Billy Zane going on there <laughs> with like the <laughs> eyes and the eyebrows. Yeah, fucking. Um, here's what I don't believe though. Watching this performance though is like this guy. Um. That says sorry Shmari or whatever, like okay, like maybe I'm starting to believe it a little bit more. I, it's like her mom was like cheating on the father with like Shari Shmari. Like he was their landscaper or something, right? Isn't that the the, the backstory? I don't think that I think that was a different like that was like a like a rumor I think if I remember going around like that she was also fucking That dude's been a lot of shit, too, and I never knew it was the Arquette father. Yeah, he's very uh, got a very familiar face. Yeah. You look him up. Like, I know you and I have seen it, this dude tons of shit. Like... Not even with the pinky ring. Oh. Fucking, yeah, that's some, yeah. She's gonna go back to her dorm and listen to fucking, um, uh, Stained or Creed or something. <laughs> oh, Seven right. Mary he's in wait, he's in waiting for Guffman. That might be the thing we know him from the most, actually, like going through back through his filmography. We should um, we should talk about those movies someday. Well, we have to talk about comedies, friends. There's some comedies I like. I know. I do. I like pretty much all those movies. So, are we going to do best mockumentaries or something like that? Hmm. Yeah, I'm okay with that. So what I guess else? Matthew Lillard is in this movie. Is he? On IMDb, he plays Guy at Party, uncredited. Hmm. Hmm. 
Selma oh. Blair as well. What would show up in mockumentaries other than those movies, though? Man Bites Dog. Huh. Um, I didn't think you liked that movie. Yeah, I like it. Huh. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to give the list away now because I'm actually thinking about it. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, is that like the what's the name of that acting troupe that does like Spinal Tap and Waiting for Guffman and State and Maine and whatever. Um, I mean, do they? I don't think they have like a actual name they go by, like. I thought they did. I don't think so. I mean, like, a lot of them came from, um... Oh, shit. The fucking Rick Moranis, like... Second City? Well, a lot of them ended up in Second City because of Chicago, but a lot of them came from SCTV, right? Right, right, yep. That's what I'm picking up, yeah. Um, Catherine, Catherine O'Hara, and like, yeah, so a lot of them came from SCTV and ended up in Second City in Chicago. If, um, <clears throat> Look, a woman. <laughs> if we were at, you know, if we were at the bar right now, um, and start talking about mockumentary like movies, um, Keister would be like talking to us like for 10 minutes about documentary now, right? Right. <laughs> Do you think a mockumentary has to necessarily be a comedy? Is that like where the whole mock comes in? I think so, yeah. I think I think it has has comedic elements like to it. Like even if it's satire, like yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's like a, it's, it's a movie that's using a documentary as a framing reference, as a framing point or something. Like, right. Now she's automatically Gail Weathers going back to the <laughs> down to earth real person that she was. Mm-hmm. My shit just became like all blurry, like non HD for a little bit. I'm assuming it's because, like, in my household right now, there's two Zoom calls running, and my wife is watching, I think, Tenant with her friend, and we're watching this and doing a podcast and recording all this data at the same time. And that's the first time that anything like that happened. We really do live in like a fucking miracle world in some ways. Now it's fine again. Yeah, mine has been um mine's been perfect. 
<clears throat> See, this feels like where this movie should be like hitting its crescendo and like right. There should, should be, be like, almost done. There should be thirty minutes left, right? Right, and so we got four, five, right, or whatever. Yeah, the, the uh, horror around this time period. I'm gonna predict seven minutes for credits. And didn't I nail U.S.? I don't know if you pay attention by the point of how awful that movie was. By the time we got to the end, I nailed the fucking credits on that thing last week. I'm going to predict seven minutes um, is what we have of credits. So I think this movie will end at like one hour 53, somewhere in that time, in that minute. The credits here, I remember cleaning this movie a number (laughs) of times. Yeah. Yeah. This movie did like, I mean, in 97, like phenomenal business. So we were. It, it, It almost, it just came like half a million short of beating the first screen. There's that there's that broken arrow theme again. Fucking Dewey's theme. I like it. I'm gonna be honest. It's actually kind of it's it's kind of funny. I always really like the theme in Broken Arrow, so like I Reliving an argument from 30 minutes ago. Right. Like a fucking meat cute. I hate that term so much. Uh, I also don't particularly understand what it means, so I guess that's part of it. You know what it means. It's exactly what it says. It's just terrible terminology to describe it. It's like when two people bump their heads when they meet each other. Like in a rom-com. That's a meet cute. Like, oh, I had no idea that's what it was. Yeah, it's whatever the circumstance that, like, it, when the p- two people first meet, like, they go to grab, like, whatever, the same fucking book off the shelf or something like that. Like, it, that's all a meet cute is. Like, the first time the two lovers have met at the movie. So now they've been introduced to the fact that someone else has been filming them and is now playing the footage for them, which means that they're in the room or in the. And now it's streaming live. <laughs> now his arm's all fucked up again. <laughs> and he's got a limp. Yeah. That's a weird. That was a really, shot. really bad camera shot. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> old, old gimpy David Arquette can't um can't get yeah, down the stairs. Yeah. That'd be me. Can't can't. <laughs> I'd never get up again. 
can't walk up steps going anywhere. Why is everything locked like all the time? It's trope. What are you going to do? Just be annoyed. We've never talked about Robocop, have we? Robocop? Yeah. Did we talk about Robocop? I could have sworn Robocop was something. Yeah, something. we did. I didn't get you to sing the Robocop fucking song, I think. We talked about it. Yeah, we did talk about Robocop, but we didn't. I didn't get you to sing it, though. Troy is the name of the musical, apparently, according to that broadsheet. Hmm. Let me look that up. Is that a real thing? Yeah, so the problem with this movie is that it's... Is it a thing? There's an opera called Troy, but it's Turkish. I don't don't think it's a real thing. So let me have some actual commentary on this movie that we're watching simultaneously. It's really boring, but go ahead. The problem is that it's not a horror movie. It's... Seriously, it's just like... Like pop culture commentary. And yeah, I think it, that the fact that it like it almost is refusing to be a horror movie at this point. It's which makes it like really like just kind of boring. Yeah. Well, I was telling right. I was telling you in the break is that like as to get really like meta when I was looking up sequels that are better than the originals, many people say that this is better than the original. How do you feel about that one? Um, that's not true. Yeah. Like, I'm not finished this movie yet, but it's like... Fucking Scream is so good. Like... Dewey just got stabbed again. Multiple times. Yeah. Except that Dewey definitely lives through this movie. Oh, yeah, because Dewey, um... I'm pretty sure I watched the fourth one, like... Two or th- two years ago, or something like that. Like it was around that time we were doing the worst horror remakes. Like it was free somewhere, so I watched it for the first time, and um, he's in that. Pretty sure. Yeah, he's in that. Sorry, I just sneezed like crazy. He's going to be in the fifth one too, so. Mm. Spoilers, I guess. Well, hopefully somebody doesn't fucking blade him so much in an indie show that he like fucking bleeds out and dies before that. Some deathmatch shit with Nick Gage and get a fucking fluorescent tube severing his. Well, that actually fucking... like fucking happened. I think. Like, I think it was Nick Gage that did. Like he almost oh. like, let out. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, like you're like making you're making a joke, and it's I think that's real. Um. Let me confirm that. Yeah, no. 
there's a playing cut that went too deep. It's like this like fucking horrific video of David Arquette like fucking bleeding like fucking all over the place, like in like Chicago or some shit. Like terrible. I would never want to watch that. That man has not changed his clothes. Nah. Of course, I guess this is all within the same day, so maybe that makes sense. I had a jacket like that like 10 years ago. We got pictures of the bar with me with a jacket like that. A members only jacket? Uh, is that a members only jacket? Well, not really, because this right. is like 1997, but it's close. Yeah. I don't ever remember you wearing a jacket like that. I got to see it again. Yeah. It's you never, it's those pictures of the bar of me, like when I was all skinny and everything, Frank. Like the 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 night we want. To... You're wearing like your tweed shit. Nah, nah. nah, nah. Send is. me that picture because I don't believe. I it. don't think I have it still. Like I'm sure it's like in like our O has or something like that. But... No, it's like um, it's something like that. Like where I'm all skinny at the bar. It's like the huh? Blanchard. Um, we took Blanchard to um, uh. What was that place that doesn't exist any longer called? The breakfast place? Denny's? Denny's, yeah. It still exists, it just doesn't exist there. It's not here. I'm like, yeah. It's really weird that they can't, like, actually use, like, any, like, modern music that's noticeable. What do you mean? That they're using some, like, cover of a... So... I'm going to call him Jerry Maguire. Um, Jerry O'Connell is getting hazed for his fraternity that he's pledging to while Sydney and her um, best friend are being taken to a hotel somewhere. By her two secret Secret Service agents, they called him. Well, the thing is, is like you almost called him Jerry Maguire, probably because he wasn't Jerry Maguire, right? This is always the most unbelievable thing about this movie, too. Is like it's not like this is like a professional killer. This is like some right. dude, sure, taking out two like trained professional law enforcement agents, or 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 a gal. It's not a girl in this one, is it? I thought that was the third one. There's two killers in this, and I I know who one of them is, and I figured out who the other one is, like because I remembered it like after a bit. I mean, I remember the one. All right, so I'm assuming everybody that's listening to this, like it's fucking because these watch-alongs don't do well, Frank. So, like the ten people who listen to this have already seen this movie. Who do you think the killers are again? It's a uh, Olafant. Yeah. And um Schreiber, right? No. No, it's it's uh, I'm positive it's Olafon and Lori Metcalf. Well, that makes even less sense. That one of these people is Lori Metcalf. Oh, that's gruesome. Yeah.
Lori Metcalf. Huh? I don't remember that. It's a chick in the third movie, isn't it? That's the killer. The third movie is one that I remember nothing about, like at all, like like not a single thing, like at all. Um. up here. Oh, they're still following the, like the stab shit in that movie. Jesus. Stab three. No, nah, that's a guy in in three. Because that's where, like, because she's trying to become, like, an actress, right? And, like, it's, like, three gets really meta where she is, like, actually an actress, like, and they're still continuing the Stab franchise or whatever. Mm. Yeah, three's three's not good. Like, I I, kind of remember three now, like, um, There's one that's that's one of those Sydney like Nev Campbell faces. (laughs) (laughs) She just scared herself by honking. That's Yeah, that was, that was such a bad shot. That close up, like I didn't even know what she was going to grab, in terms of like the close up and the editing. What? I don't understand. I don't know. Like, is the other side jammed too? I, I'm, I'm not a fan of this movie. It's so long. Like every scene is so fucking yeah. incredible. Yeah. I apologize if the quote unquote 10 people watching this movie are. Or just listening. Like, yeah. Listening to us talk intermittently. People do that, that as well. Um, yeah, why wouldn't Sydney go up and get the gun at this point and just I mean, shoot him in the head? I, I know. Like, uh, I, I'm not impressed with this and anybody that thinks this is better than the original is just seriously just fucking wrong like I'm turning on this movie the longer we sit here and watch it like I'm just really bored with it I don't know yeah I mean, like, like I'm so bored with it. I'm just now finding faults, like you know, that are like minor with it, like throughout, like.
Well, I mean, it's the person is obviously not there anymore. Uh, I don't know. Yes, they're gone. You called that one, Frank. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So Sydney's friend's dead. Sure. Whatever. Oh, look, kind of weird. He's got blood all over his hands. It's not what he looks like. <gasps> Is Leif Schreiber a really bad actor? What? Tell tell me the tell me the things that Lee Schreiber's been good in. Like, you know, like that's um I don't know if I have an answer to that. I gotta look up his filmography. I know that I've seen something that I liked him in. Let's see. In terms of film. Um No, 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 no. Oh, I didn't know he directed everything as. Oh no, that's the role he played as the director, and everything is illuminated, but he's uncredited. Okay. I do not remember him playing Saber Tooth and Lose. Yeah. Um. Oh, he's in the spotlight, which is like the least warranted Oscar winner of all time. Um, let's see. What is that 2000 Hamlet? Is that um, Branagh's Hamlet? Uh, no. No, it is not. It is um, one where Ethan Hawke plays Hamlet as a film student. Mm. I, I don't know what this version of Hamlet is. Oh, I remember this. It's all like, yeah. yeah. He directed Everything is Illuminated. He did? Yeah. Director. Huh. The role is in a... That's a really good movie. It is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Jesus, is that the only thing he's ever directed? <laughs> that's really weird. Mm. Oh, he's in the French Dispatch. I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Like, a, but his his role, like, fucking, like, minuscule talk show host. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, he's, he's, gonna in a, in an, he, he's in an episode of Drunk History 2016. I haven't got to that one yet. He's going to be in an episode of The Quick Cage because he does a voice in Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Not that we will reference. So this is gonna be the second thing that Lee Shriver's ever done. So let me let me do you know what I associate Lee Shriver with as we're watching like whatever the fuck's happening on the screen now? Ned um, Campbell is somehow 
he was crucified on the lightning bolt for his um, hazing, and he somehow was kidnapped from the hazing and then put on the stage. <clears throat> I associate him with the Manchurian candidate all the time. Oh, the terrible remake? Yes. <clears throat> all right. So I, I remember the one with Oliphant. All right. Okay. But I also forgot that he was in that Omen remake, too. Oh, you you like the painted veil adaptation, right? I do. Isn't that? Yeah. I mean, I think it's okay. It's not like that is a really good uh, tactic. So Oliphant is convincing Sydney that Derek, her boyfriend, is in on it. Mm-hmm. And then if she unties them, we'll help him kill her. Right. And she believes him because she's making Psycho- that face. Oh, right. She psychologically you damaged, right? <laughs> oh, my God. She tried to cover up the bullet hole. Uh-huh. Like, I'll save you. She did, yeah. Keep that blood in. Except for the facts, like, pretty much like right in the heart, right? Yeah, right through the chest. I never would have. <laughs> That's funny. Never. As he's dying. Fucking hilarious. It's good last words. I mean, it's like at this point, like this movie is the fucking stab. Like, I mean, uh, whatever. I'm not I'm not into this. I mean, it's funny in a meta way, but it's it's not good. Mm. Ah, uh, so meta. Yeah. Well, particularly since, like, I'm pretty. If I remember reading correctly, at some point, like this movie, um, there's about no reference. I'm pretty sure, like, this movie, like, ended up having to take out tons of insurance, like, in case there was, like, copycats, like, people that, like, killed, like, based off this movie. Let me see if I can find that information. I was researching Scream, I think I'd come across that. Uh So now Sydney's a ninja. So I guess he was 
the one of the killer that was in the car accident because Lori Metcalf was outside. Right. Yeah, there's way too much movie references. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Leo Hamilton thing was just completely unnecessary. This has an 81% on Rotten Tomatoes from critics. Yeah. Oh, her last name is Loomis. That's Billy's mom. That's right. How would she not have seen? Oh, Jesus Christ. 60 pounds and a lot of work. Ugh. That's terrible, Frank. It's really bad. It's a really bad twat, plot twist. Yeah. So let's analyze this from like just a reality standpoint. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> No, she just shot him. Okay. Oh, Gail got shot. Tumbling through the footlights. Hmm. So, what's your analysis here? I mean, I guess it's explaining it somewhat. What is the point of her, like, Lori Metcalf doing a good job looking crazy eyed there? Yeah, Lori Metcalf's fucking amazing. I can't find that shit out of the insurance, but yeah, they ended up having to kick out. Like, I remember reading somewhere like like tens of million dollars of insurance in case there was like some sort of killing based on this movie. <laughs> yeah this is way too long oh all of it yeah 
every every single scene. I mean, like we still have like according to my analysis, ten minutes left. Hmm. They should bring that line back from the fucking for the fifth one with Sydney being a mother or something. Oh, that'll happen. Yeah. Heather Matazaro Mantazaro is in Scream Five. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Susan Sarandon's daughter. Right? Uh, no, is she? The lady from um, Welcome to the Dollhouse. Or no? What? Yeah, Welcome to the Dollhouse. Right? They got me down myself. No, oh, yeah, it is her. Um, what is that girl's name? Susan Sarandon's daughter? Yeah. No idea. Hmm. Let me. Can I tell you something? I am What's not sorry? a fan. At all. Like, I actually can't stand a pantsuit. Uh, what, what's this thing? The, 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 hold on. I need, I need to turn this down. The fucking sound effects in that is so loud. What was that from? I'm not a fan of a pantsuit. Mm. I'm looking at Lori Metcalf get crushed by yeah. fear bricks in a pantsuit and I'm thinking I don't like that pantsuit. Gotcha. The, like seriously, I know you're not listening to a sound necessarily, but like Jesus like the sound effects in that were ridiculously loud suddenly. I'm turned down pretty far and they're pretty loud for me too. And now just silence. <laughs> yes. Probably for some big jump scare. Sure. Well one of them, at least one of them's got a, there you go. See pantsuit looks ridiculous. Huh. Okay. Okay. As we're watching this, you know, fucking Hillary versus Sydney fight. Like, um, here here's where my confusion came, Frank. Isn't when Saved came out in 2004, Heather Matazar Matarazzo or whatever is in that movie, right? Yeah, and I heard that Susan Sarandon and, uh, and uh, his daughter was in that movie, and I just assumed that it was her, but it's not her. It's a it's an actress named Ava Amori or something like that. Um, so I for like up until from two thousand and four to now, I've thought that um, Heather Metazar Razo is um, Susan Sarandon's daughter. That's a really funny uh, miss. Yeah. It's just an assumption I made. Right. Misassumption? Misap- misapprope something? Miss something? Incorrect something assumption? Right. Is Connor wearing the third one? Yeah, he is. He is. 
Mm-hmm. I only know that because Leif Schreiber is credited in the third one. Mm-hmm. Third one at all. Oh, if you want to be in the spotlight, he starred in that many years later. Terrible fucking movie. Boring as shit. Oscar winner. Not as bad as Crash, though. Nothing's as bad as Crash. Oh, top five worst Oscar winners for Best Picture, Frank. It's Crash times five. <laughs> we're we're doing that shit. I'm putting it in my notes for next year. That's our that's our worst list. That's our worst list for next year. Spoiler. Got in my notes. This is so boring. It's so long. Uh, now, but then that means that Timothy Oliphant's got to pop back up, right? Do you think it's Timothy Oliphant or her? I think it's Timothy Oliphant. I do not believe this is the dude that like Sydney's mother was like fucking on the side. Oh no 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 no! I we we completely got it wrong. He was their groundskeeper. Yeah. Sydney's mother was fucking Billy Loomis's father. No, they also mentioned the first screen that she was also apparently like having an affair with Cotton Weary, which is and, and Sydney knew that. That's why like she accused him. Cause apparently her mother just mm. fucked everybody. When does Dewey come back? I don't know. It's her. Oh, no, you're right, Frank. Oh, shit. It's cheating. I just, I remember that happening. I mean, it's not cheating. It's just me using, you know, my increasing unreliable memory but mm, that's what I remember is I was like almost like conflating one and two with the shots of the head that's why I thought it was her I do kind of remember the shot head thing I just remember the Timothy Oliphant jumping up and like flailing his arms uh-huh. about Old days, right? Yesterday, right? 
like this movie is taking place over the course of three days and the guy's talking about the old days. Oh, look. There's Dewey's theme. Broken arrow. He's got one shoe on. Funny that's, thing. That's, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> one shoe and no sock. Right. Like he got stabbed so hard he came out of his shoe and his sock. That's the best thing in this movie, man. Uh, that's a funny commentary on the press that there's just these lemmings that you can mm-hmm. say no 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 yeah like Sydney Sydney and her Jedi mind trick everybody's got a price ah <laughs> <sighs> We even got Hold the on. Zoom look, look, credits, credits. Look at that time, Frank. Look at the call. <laughs> 53 and 8 seconds. Uh-huh. Yep. Well, credits haven't rolled yet, but they're, they're coming. Oh, they're coming. I don't know any of the music in this movie, though. Nah, that's what I was saying. I, I don't understand any... Like, how did they not spend some money on, like, some modern music at the time that would have been appropriate? So, yeah, 153.31, so I called it. It was in the 153 range. Like, I'm going to keep watching this and see who wrote these songs because I didn't recognize, like, I mean, aside from <clears throat> Red Right Hand, which is just a, right. <clears throat> a callback. Like I have no idea. Who's so what's your what's song. your what's your grade score on this movie overall, Frank? Six. It's a C minus D plus, I guess. I don't know. It's way too long, way too in love with itself. Um, maybe some of that has to do with. I don't know, like years of much better horror that's come after this. This Do you remember this, Frank, from Clean the Theater? Yeah, very much so. Yeah. This is like Goldfinger or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. What's the best part? What, What are the best things about this movie? Uh, the opening, mm-hmm. um, stab itself, like the right. movie within a movie. Um, the supporting cast, honestly, thank you. Uh, Portia Del Rossi, Rebecca Gayhart, um, Sarah Michelle Geller, mm-hmm. um, Oliphant, because he's really not much of a part of the movie. 
I don't know. You know, just not that it's like fantastic or anything, but it's solid enough, and it's a lot of um, a lot of people that would go on to become you know pretty popular. I think I rate this like a like a four out of ten, probably. Like I, I I'm not a fan. Like I think I think it's really fucking dull. Um. Oh, you're about to hear. Um. You're actually about to hear the the song that I heard the most while cleaning the theater. Because hmm. it usually does take some time for um people to get themselves out. So I'm gonna say, and I don't. I don't know how people feel about this. I've never done the research. Like, um, not remembering Scream Free at all. Hmm. That's funny. Some... This feels like something we would play um good guitar hero to or something. Um what was that game that we played? Rockstar? Rock band. Rock band. Um so okay. I, I think Scream 4 is better than this. I'm just going to say, like, watching it a couple years ago. I uh, And I, I'm not a big fan of that movie, but I liked it more than this. Luke, I think the Luke Wilson thing, um, like, that little, like, shit with him and Tori Spelling is maybe the best thing in the movie. Um, that was less than Jake, by the way, not um, Goldfinger. I, gotta... I don't know. Who either of those bands are so so this is actually a who's who of alt rock from the mid to late 90s really yeah um sugar ray is on this dave matthews man really collective soul the john spencer's blues explosion foo fighters tonic everclear less than jake the eels the eat really yeah, I didn't recognize any of these songs though. So is there are they the fucking like eighth top tracks off of these albums or something so that they can not pay as much money for them? I think they were a lot of them were written for the or performed uh, for the soundtrack. Yeah, like a lot of them. Well, so the John... well, pretty much all those bands. Like uh, I can imagine all those bands writing a song for a movie and then the song would suck. So. So that right place, wrong time. That was yeah. um, the blues explosion. Doing that cover. See, this is the kind of thing that we almost like would need the, a YouTube channel for. Is I would be fascinated to hear your top five. Like, this is tonic, by the way. Hmm, really? Doing this um, song, yeah. I would love to hear like your top five songs written for movies like but it's like that's not a podcast we can't like talk about that for you know um, um recorded for movies is so actually like that would um, be a 10 minute youtube video right like yeah i really like the cover of um whisper to a scream that i can't even remember the name of the band that did it um that's played over the end of scream one hmm. So there you go. That's a cover. Yeah, yeah. That D'Angelo. Yeah. I'm looking at it now. Here you go. Here's the Master P. Hmm. This is what I really remember from cleaning the theater. Scream. Yeah, this two, this two years for a Master P wrestles in WCW. Hmm. 
Ooh, I hear them coming. No limit, right? Yeah, this is New Limit Soldiers. This is um, Master P, Soka Shocker, and Mystical, maybe? Hey, Sugar Ray. All right. You know what's funny oh. is that I was so completely That's... dismissive of No Limit in the 90s. Yeah. And this is better than like so much stuff that I hear today. Well, yeah. even though that's that that part's ridiculous. The scream, ooh. yeah. Dimension films. That, that is on a positive note. Again, makes me feel good seeing that dimension. All right, I'm 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 not I'm not a fan. Frank, not a fan of this movie. No, I really thought I would like it more. Like I, was I did too. I, I, was, of, I honestly, I, I, I agree. Yeah, really excited to watch this movie. Yep. Uh, Not um. Yeah, like I, I actually remember enjoying Scream Four more a couple years ago. Like, so they don't have four on here, I guess. Three is the last one they have. Um. That's strange. Because it was also a dimension, so I mean. Uh, it's, on, Maybe it's, it's, all, just... it's all Prime, apparently. But the, oh, on premium subscription, though. It might be, it's on Sling TV, I think, yeah. Oh, no, it's on Stars. So you have access to it on Prime. It's from Stars. You've watched four, right? No, I've never seen it. No? I have no interest. I mean, I had no interest in seeing it. Now, I guess I feel like I have to watch it. But I actually, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, goodness! All right, I know it's 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 like tired here. Um, suddenly it is. because God, now it's getting darker earlier. I swear, it's like it feels like it should be like one o'clock, but it's not. Um. So you want to know what the top five recommended movies are for me on HBO Max right now? Sure. Uh, the Mummy, the Brandon Fraser vehicle. Yeah. Um, the second Hobbit movie, and then the third Hobbit movie, but mm-hmm. not the first Hobbit movie. Yeah. Ready, Ready Player One and The Matrix. Do you want to know what the top five are for me? Go ahead. Joker, number one. <laughs> Black Hawk Down. I don't know what the fuck we watched for the podcast that made that pop up. Um, the 40-Year-Old Virgin. Collateral. Hmm. And Black Hat. I don't know what Black not Hat a, is. Not a single one of those movies show up on my top 30. Black Hat is a 2015 movie starring um, what's his name that played Thor? Um, Hemsworth? Yeah. Convict- it could be his brother. I think it's actually Hemsworth though. Um, no, Chris Hemsworth is Thor, right? Liam's Liam Hem- Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Liam Hemsworth is Yeah, it's, it's Chris. Um, a convicted hacker is set free to catch an elusive 
ring of cyber terrorists. Um, oh my god! So, so apparently, it... fucking Thor is a fucking hacker. Um, awful. Um, and Rounders, the Kingdom, Desperado, Disturbia, and Rush Hour. That 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 ends my top ten. Yours are better than mine. Well, I don't know about that. I get Shazam. And then some yeah, anime sure, I like Shazam, yeah. Shazam is good. Yeah. Then Independence Day, Aquaman, and Blade 2. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Bunch of DC shit. Yeah. Probably because I just watched um, Suicide Squad. Yeah. Wrath sure. of the Titans is on there. I'm sure in like the, the fucking algorithm, like Joker comes up because I just watched Suicide Squad. And, well, it's because I like between me and my wife, we watched every fucking DC movie on here. Like none yeah. of them, like none of them, other than Birds of Prey and Suicide Squad and Shazam. So, and Joker, I like Joker, but she hasn't yeah. watched Joker, so that's never been watched. That's why it's number one on the list. It's, they're like, hey, just watch this shit, just fucking watch it. So somehow HBO added every season of the Venture Brothers. That's pretty cool. Is that good? Oh, I love the Venture Brothers. Okay. Okay. We've never talked about that before. We'll talk about it all fair. Okay, talk about it. Oh, my wife is done watching Tenet with her friend. Looks like probably. Wonder which one. Huh? Wonder which one of us had the better time. Yeah, I'll, I'll be interested to find this out. We'll, I'll, we'll we'll find out soon. The audience will not find this out, but uh, we'll we'll find this out soon. I think we'll tell you in uh, two weeks. We'll tell you on the quick cage. We'll, we'll tell you when we fucking watch Tenet. <laughs> which will probably never happen on the Frank list. Don't so. don't did, don't did you, you think did that you watch Tenet? No, I'm not watching. Oh that yeah, shit. you're not watching it. Oh come on, Frank! Don't nah, you think that we've got? To watch that Why? I don't have to do anything. <laughs> the only thing I have to do in life is die. He's a, he's he's a fine action director, Frank. It's just that his stories suck. <sighs> See, you're just mad at me because you had to watch USS Indianapolis Men of Honor. No. There's things in Tenet that are good. It's uh, from a filmmaking standpoint. It's just that the story is just like fucking outrageous and stupid. <laughs> and overly complex for no reason. Like, that's it. He's a really good director. <sighs> I know. I know. You know, you don't want to do it. I get it. I'm trying. I'm trying to watch all the Harry Potter movies again, man. Well, you only got fucking three left. Like, come on. You watch one tomorrow at least. I will watch one tomorrow. You will. You watch Half Blood Prince tomorrow, and then you'll just have like the fucking last one. They had to split into two movies because everybody has to do that. That's all you got left. You watch this week. Did you watch a Cage movie this week? Uh, not yet. We'll talk about it all fair. Okay. All right. So well, this was fun. Screen, screen two. Boring. Yeah. See. 
slightly slightly less than mediocre to me like i would i i'd give it like a yeah i think you said c minus d or something like c that. minus like c plus yeah i i yeah c c c minus is is about right like i mean for the like, length and for the plot like it's yeah so derivative of the first movie without doing anything to make what made the first movie great like to improve yeah, upon that i agree like the, the the first movie to me, like after rewatching it last week again after all these years, is like seriously like a fucking A. <laughs> like I mean, like it, it's a solid movie. I still enjoy it to this day after all these years, which twenty five years, you know, it's twenty five year anniversary. Like I enjoy it to this day. It's an A. Like there's nothing that I was embarrassed by watching it. There was nothing that like I thought like you know like oh like they could have done this like so much better like there's none of that shit with me i just enjoyed it the entire time um i thought the performances like knocked out of the park like i thought that like it was still engaging like all the way throughout like for like it's like one hour and 40 minute runtime like scream is like i I said it to you off air it's it's fucking lightning in a bottle like and you can't like fucking reproduce that in any way and this certainly did Yes, maybe she's lame. <sighs> I know it's tired of here now, like because fucking screen. I know. I just keep thinking about. I keep thinking about like how long it was and how nothing yeah. happened. Sure, I understand. I get it. It'd not even be clever. Like it's just you're a copycat of a copycat of. I don't know. Yeah, I, I I I get it. I, I have a feeling screen three is probably actually worse. Um, I'll be honest. Oh, and screen three is terrible. But I'm telling you, I think you should watch Scream Four. Like, um, yeah, well, I'll I... probably watch it uh, sometime soon. Right. Frankie goes away a couple days this week, and then he's gone on vacation. And he's back at college, so I have nothing but time, time and emptiness. Well, I mean, we we got to fill we, it with movies. We got this in the quick cage for the roughly the rest of the fucking year um and um and then we have our our new podcast um which... all right that's tuesday it is tuesday yes yeah. no, 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 i'm looking to be a good way to kill an evening just yeah. gotta do like i gotta do six podcasts a week and then i'll be fine <laughs> right right um yeah so all right all right, cool. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you for listening, ten people. And um, uh, please listen to our top five horror movies in nineteen ninety seven podcast. And the Quick Cage. And the Quick Cage, yes. Wherever and our new right. podcast. Our new podcast, the best thirty minutes, which will be on a different channel. Please look like type into whatever your pod catcher app is. The best thirty minutes. It'll be up on when I hopefully Wednesday. We could just link it below, but we're not on YouTube. Well, so. well, not yet, not yet. I can link oh, things man. below on on a podcast, Frank. Like I don't know, I don't ever look at our page. I have no idea how. Yeah, it works. you have you, you don't know shit. <laughs> Drink that water. All right. You know why you. the cage bird sings? Oh. <laughs> uh, All right. Thank you for listening. All right. Goodbye.